This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. Go infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds. Today, this corner of the Nerdverse is for all you Star Wars nerds out there. I'm Joanna No Shoes Krupnik. And I'm Brian Ahsoka is Jedi Plopsky, and we're so happy you could leave Table 5 to be with us today. Because today in the Nerdverse, we are headed to a very clean prison to give you our immediate reactions to Episode 8 of Andor and Tales of the Jedi, now streaming on Disney+. Plus. Some housekeeping. Be sure to head to be sure. Be sure to head to the feed to check out all of our past episodes where we have been covering every episode of Andor thus far. And that's not all. We've also been covering all of House of the Dragon, The Rings of Power, and She-Hulk. And they can all be found on our feed. And you may be thinking, how can I keep up with all of this? Well, it's easy. Just be sure you're subscribed to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and follow along on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Nerdverse Pod. But first, as we start all of our episodes, this is your spoiler alert alert. I repeat, this is your spoiler alert alert. We are going to be spoiling all episodes of Tales of the Jedi, this episode of Andor and the ones that have come before. Um, We're also going to be talking Rogue One, we're definitely going to be talking about Rebels and Clone Wars um, and the prequels and all that fun stuff. So this is your spoiler alert alert. So let's enter Nerdverse Customs. I'm shaking the dust of this crummy little town off my feet and I'm going to see the world. Let me see your identification. This week we're heading into the Star Wars sector of the Nerdverse. All right. Joanna, let me see your Star Wars passport. Uh, here you go. Uh, it is seven blue paint, blue paint for my face. Um, seven pots of blue paint. Okay, excellent, excellent. Um, <laughs> I have a, a nine uh, super cool uh, prison boots. Oh my god, those are awesome! Like moon boots. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do Tales of the Jedi first, maybe. Sure. Uh, what did you think? I loved it. Uh, it was like continuation of Clone Wars and Rebels. Well, more Clone Wars. Um, at first, I thought it was just going to be, you know, these funny little stories about funny little Jedi. But it wasn't. It had a lot more, like, meat on the bone. Mm-hmm. Especially toward the end. So I loved it. And I'm glad that people will see some more of Ahsoka leading into her show, which will be coming right around the corner. So mm-hmm. um, I loved it. Yaddle is canon. Um, just amazing work. Liam Neeson Yaddle still getting his canon. money. Yaddle's yeah. canon. Liam Neeson still getting his money. Uh, Ian McDiarmid still getting his money. And his son. Wait, what? Liam Neeson and Natasha Richardson's son played young Qui-Gon. <gasps> really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, my God. I love that even more. Did you know it was Qui-Gon when that episode started? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. I was like, I should have known by the outfit, but I wasn't. I, I think I forgot momentarily. This is why I'm at a seven, was that he was the Padawan of Dooku. So that was really, really great. What was mm-hmm. your favorite one? Can you can you have Oof. a favorite one? 
So I watched these out of order. Um, I did not watch them chronologically as they were presented to us. I watched the three Ahsoka episodes and then I went back and watched the three Dooku episodes because I wanted the full... Out of curiosity. Oh, okay. I wanted their arcs. Even though the Ahsoka ones were really not related in a way, um, I'm the Dooku ones obviously were, but those were already in a row anyway. Um, Did someone give you the idea to do that? Because the Ahsoka particularly, that's like a really nice idea. No, I just saw them. I knew there were three and three. I just kind of did that on my own. I wonder why they did them that way. I guess because it's chronological. Yeah, I think they because the first one doesn't matter. The first one is not. The first one is fine. It's cute. It's uninteresting. It's not necessary. Um, the other ones, because how it ties into lore, some some things that um, I loved the Ahsoka episode where um, I, I think my two favorites were um, Anakin training Ahsoka with Rex. Um, and that basically directly relates to um, the two lightsabers as well as her stance. In addition to the fact that like Anakin's training saved her from Order 66. Yeah. Which was the spectacular cap. Yeah. The finale. Yes. The finale. Um, uh, the final episode of hers when she um, meets the Inquisitor to get her to. That is I that is like her book. So that was really cool for someone who's read her book because that it's done a little differently, but I was like, am I, are they like doing her book in live action right now? It was a little different and I don't know how that all works and like what they're allowed to pull in and whatever. But, um, that was really cool. Cause as I was, it was happening. I was like, I think we're going to, oh my God, this is, this is like, I'm seeing her book done on sure. screen, which was really, really cool. Um, yeah, it was just so great to see Rex and all of them again. And yeah, that last moment was of the episode, um, practice makes perfect was, was awesome. I was wondering where it was going. I was like, where, why are we just watching this? And then you see young Kanan nearly I, cried. I, that was my next comment to you. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, you also, I think my favorite. So, yeah. Oh, also in that episode, you see attack of the clones, Obi-Wan with his mullet yes. and full beard. Mm, God, I miss Obi-Wan. I don't miss the show as much, but I really miss him. Um, yeah, you definitely see that, which was just pulling pulling on the heartstrings. And like the funeral, and you see Mon, and Mon has been on our minds so much lately. So those kind of things were just like really mm-hmm. powerful. And then the scene when, when Dooku's by the tree and Yaddle comes out to talk to him, the music was really good at that point. This show has just come a long way. Like the the it visually looks better. Then back in the day when they started, you know, they they really know what they're doing now in terms of like where the stories are right now in the Star Wars universe and what they should talk about and what they should pull. So, I mean, it was I was I was honestly kind of surprised that they didn't use Hayden's voice for Anakin. I love Matt Lanter's voice. And that's what I associate with Clone Wars and and Rebels. Sure. Anakin. But they could technically use Hayden Christensen's now. No, I'm but I'm Lanter all the way. I know I love Lanter. Um, so yeah, it was it was really good. That that was a devastating one, the Yaddle one. And I'm glad that that was only early. Like that would have been right after Phantom Menace because otherwise you could not talk about how she's not included in anything else thus far. 
Well, that's what I was going to say. So a couple things about this. The first thing about this is that it was very surprising to me that they use a lot of these time frames. Not because I was surprised. I can't believe they're doing that. Like, I just kind of never thought about it. I always thought that, like, Dooku converted a longer time ago. But that also doesn't make sense because, like, then – because Dooku even this feels surprised about a lot of the things that, that Palpatine is up to. Like, does he know that Palpatine is Darth Sidious? You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's something – because then – because if he does, like – one of his major problems is that he believes that the Jedi are like the lapdogs of the Senate. But like pa- Chancellor Palpatine is the main, you know, leader of the Senate. Therefore, like, isn't that the backwards way around? So like th- th- there's still a little mm-hmm. like questions I had in there. But I like that the death of Qui-Gon. Um, mm. Excuse me. The death of Qui-Gon. Um, like Sparks his demise. Th- yeah, like, or it, it brought him through that way. Um, um, I like all, I like him seeing deleting Camino and the Saifudea stuff. Um, seeing uh, old Jocasta New just doing yeah. her thing, yeah, being old and ornery. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, the Yaddle stuff confused me because I was like, Yaddle has overheard all of this. She knows too much. She's seen Palpatine. Like, what are we doing here? And then I looked up during that scene. I looked up at Yaddle's appearances. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I was when, because I don't think she saw, she she didn't see our old friend Sheev's face um, before she had her demise, did she? Like, she still, she went to the grave not knowing. Right? Not knowing what? That, that Palpy was Palpy, that Sheev was. Yeah. But she also heard, like, a part of their plan and the clones and stuff like that, which is probably more Mm -hmm. of a problem, too. Yeah. Um, So that's all interesting stuff there um in just in general um but i liked that episode a lot um i also thought that the um i like the the last ahsoka one as well because like we see how she gets involved pre-rebels like to get back into the game um uh and then i also liked um that she defeated the uh the um the Inquisitor, like, basically without a lightsaber until she got the lightsaber. Oh, my God, I, I know. That was I such thought, a scary Inquisitor, too. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, and then there was something else that it harkened back to that I was thinking before, but now I can't um, remember. Um, was it Obi-Wan? Yes, it was Obi-Wan, the series. Um, uh, the idea that... Oh, no, I'm forgetting. You say something. Let me think about that one. Well, the idea that, well, for me, it was interesting. The idea that he knew who she was was really cool. Like he said, ah, Sokotano, like we thought Mm. you were dead. That was really cool. Because again, we don't really know. We lose track of her during this time post Mm -hmm. this until Rebels. So, and that's a long, like during Obi-Wan, like she's, she's out there. Yeah. 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 She's out there somewhere. So, um, just, it's just really cool. Yeah, absolutely. I'll think of the Kenobi thing, but um, um, yeah, it'll it'll come in the middle of them talking about Andor or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think these are great. I think they picked perfect times to like perfect little pieces to slot into these. Like the d- demise of Dooku is very interesting. Like Mace Windu getting the slot, the Council slot, was fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, based on this person who had died. Like, there's just like a lot. You listen, a lot has to go wrong for these things to happen. 
And I feel like they pinpointed some, for Dooku specifically, three very interesting moments in his career to see why he would flip. Absolutely. No, that was, understanding that spark was what I really loved about that. Because it just contextualizes what happens, you know, yeah. with his, the bitter pain that he suffered at the hands of his boy's death. Um, yeah, I also think that it's weird during that, when we see like a Liam Neeson Qui-Gon, that everyone's oh talking about him seeing a Sith, but no one's talking about the fact that like, they think they found the prophecy boy, like at the same time as the Sith. Yeah, they're not like, like we also was on this little kid. Um, yeah. Although, wouldn't he be like by him at this that moment? That's the only Obi-Wan. thing. I was like, where's little little? Oh, okay, so he might have been in in the in the Coruscant with that. Yeah, I guess I don't know. That would be cute if we saw him though. Um, yeah, no, it's great. I think I like watching these now because I feel like they they're doing things on purpose. So. Yes. But back then they were making all these like happy, amazing accidents and it was like right. a bandaid and it was great. But mm-hmm. now I'm like, okay, if you're putting this, if Filoni's putting this stuff out there, he's doing it for a reason. And I just think that kind of, I don't know what that is yet, but I think it's obviously a lot of it. Like let's get Ahsoka in people on people's radars. Like let's expose people to Ahsoka more because she's an, one of my favorite characters of all time, but also going to be her own show. So you know, some of it isn't necessary. Dooku's long gone at this point. Mm-hmm. We're not going to gain anything from Dooku or Yaddle, but right. yeah, I just loved it. It was just perfect. Yeah. I want more. It was, uh, what a, what a delight. They weren't long. They were fun. I love the, uh, I it just, I just want, maybe want more Clone Wars, but like, I, I, I like, know. we're good. I know. At least till the bed, bitch. Yeah. Um, cool. So, uh, should we get into Andor? Let's do it, Cassie and Ander. What That's how Stellan says it. Ander. Yeah, what do you think of this one? Um, I was like, it's so confused. I mean, it was so good. Without saying, it was so good. I definitely feel like a build to something. But we were, I it, it kept, I kept like getting it wrong. Like things would happen, and like, oh, this is about to happen, and no, something different happened. Like they're not gonna get Bix. Yup. Like just all throughout. The, the prisons of especially, I was like, what is going mm-hmm. on? But anyway, that's just general. I love this episode, and I but I definitely feel this pattern now, and I'm okay with it, like of just the these little arcs that's just building to these boiling points. What did sure. you think? Uh, I really liked it. Um, I think that it's fascinating because – we're building these little blocks, like you said, to see why Cassie and Andor would switch and be fully invested in the rebel resistance. Because here he is, like, like here he is. It's very weird that, like, we're going through this and, like, what's happening? Like, it's all mumbo-jumbo. Like, what are they building? Like, it does, even if they tell us what they're building, it doesn't matter. And it yeah. doesn't matter. My assumption is they're building something for the Death Star. Exactly. like, it's it's... I also wonder if when we go back and watch Rogue One or something, like we'll or even a new hope, like we'll see this part and we'll be like, holy shit, they're making because it was so specific. And I was like, I bet that someone their job was just like, go find a piece that like is somewhere in this in the old stuff and like they'll be building that. Yeah. I just can't I, wait to casually watching and be like, it's this star shaped thing. <laughs> but on the other hand, I, it doesn't matter what they were building. No, because to me, the point of this was that here he is, he was in the rebellion for a hot second, 
He was helping. He had a bigger purpose. He was a part of a larger fabric. And here he is in this small microcosm, like this small environment where he's just like, you know, all these people are just like, this is their lives. Like their lives are this incentive to get like extra food or like extra this time or whatever um, by building these things, this, this slave labor essentially. And I think it's fascinating to show all of this realistically because like he wants more and all these people are talking about the rebellion around him and like they get hope from that and they you know and there's there's some cynical people about that and and he's actually a part of it so now he's in this small contained very clean world where he was just in a dirty but bigger world and so i think that's going to make he like you see him freaking out like this claustrophobia this idea that he's going to be stuck in this you I know, can't take six routine. years of this. Yeah, yeah, totally. So um, I'm wondering what's going to happen next for sure. I mean, um, it's clearly there. building to like a breakout, right? That was what we were supposed to glean from the signs. Which signs? Like the signs that the prisoners were making to one another through those through great distances. Um, oh, yes. Something's happening for sure. Something is building, yeah. And it's really cool to see them you know, be like, well, we've been reading that this has happened, like, or not reading, but we've, like, there's more prisoners coming in, like, what's been going on. Mm-hmm. I just think it shows, A, that the, the this whole prison, the way that it is made, which was kind of brilliant, I was like, take off your shoes, and then you see these boots, and I'm like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, the fact that they've, the, the empire is just freaking crazy amazing at what they do, because A, this prison is gorgeous, but B, it's like it's like they've they've trained these people, these prisoners, to actually like game what they're doing and 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 just lose themselves in this these this menial task that doesn't matter and like just keep them there until they see fit and like they get flavor if they do XYZ. It's just that yeah. It's wild. Yeah, but if you notice, most of the prisoners that were brought in were like people of color doing this prison slave labor like it's also saying a lot more about what the imperial industrial complex is and like all of this and i think it's i think it's fascinating and i think it's very interesting and essentially and then essentially they're extending they're extending all of these people's sentences just so they can build more stuff just so they can get more slave labor to build all this stuff and on the flip side you've seen mon mothma kind of trying to stop these things from happening on the on the total opposite side of everything and we get to learn a little bit more about her which is interesting that you know she was married she was a senator at 16 but married at 15 so she's been doing this a long time yes um, um oh we'll also let's shout out andy circus um, um yeah did we have any idea no I, right I, I don't think i knew no that. I, I was like oh shit was i supposed to remember that he was on this no i was like oh my god yeah and like his second yeah. appearance in the star wars universe well voice yes um but so th- that's something interesting. Um, uh, and then you have this Mon Mothma stuff, like trying to get money through and being like a party person, like just doing like making the rounds. Um, yeah, drinking drinking squids. We can't forget the squids yes. in Sagrona, which sounds like Negroni. <laughs> Spagliato. Oh, stunning. Um, yeah, I think that it was uh, the Mon stuff is so good to me. I love this Mon Mothma stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've got um, I've got two theories on the Mon stuff. Okay. Well, I have one theory and one question. 
She was wearing you, a beautiful shade of honey this episode. Did it have to do with that? Uh, it did not. She's out of her creams into her honeys. Yes, um, go on. Yeah, she's being a little uh, a little softer to try and sway some votes. Um, so here's my... So would you like the theory first or the question first? Uh, the question? How much do the senators know about Palpatine? Do they know he's Sidious? Like, you know what I mean? Like, do they just think he was... My assumption is all they really know is that he was deformed by the Jedi. Yeah, I don't think they know that yet because I don't think, I mean, I feel like very few people, that was like so not known that it was the same person, right? For so long. That they didn't know that Palpy was Sidious. Yeah, because then we also beg the question, like, it seems like not a lot of people know about Darth Vader in the Kenobi series. too. He's just a henchman. Yeah, but like. I mean, the ISB might know about Vader. The ISB might know. I don't even know if they know yet because the Senate's still in session. Like, Mon's still there. There's not many people there, but she yeah. is still there. So I think it's just early days still. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. This, these are all very good questions. Like, I don't know how much people know. Like, is the Empire scary just because the Empire's scary? Do we know about Darth Vader? When does Darth Mayer make himself known? Does he ever? You know what I mean? It's it, 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 Is he more like a thug behind the scenes that we're afraid of for our main characters? Like, these are all questions I have. We think, I assume we think that Vader's still on Coruscant, though, right? So if these are these far outer rim kind of planets, um, those, those like, people in the Wait, apartment no, don't know about him. Well, Wouldn't he be on Coruscant? Coruscant? No, he's, no? In, he's, he's on Mus- Mustafar. Mustafar? Mustafar? Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, I guess I just, I, I don't know. I feel like the ISB with Daedra, they could see him coming down the halls before the people over in Ferex would ever know about him sure. or see him or anything like that. Yeah. So wait, what's your theory about Mon then? Uh, her daughter is mm-hmm. going to rat her out because she thinks she's having an affair with Tay. Oh, interesting. Because she says, like, so, you're spending a lot of time with him. And then, like, she makes that comment. And she's clearly on her dad's side about things. And I yes. think that what's going to happen is that her daughter is going to be her downfall. Her daughter is going to, like, or at least call her out to her husband. Like, say, you know, like, I think that that's where Mon's issue is going to stem from uh that's interesting so i definitely think there's a reason we're knowing the daughter and the husband for sure um but i think it's going to be that the daughter and the husband are spies and spying on her and that's what's going to break the family apart because she's not with a family later on so i think that because why are you showing us this daughter like it just doesn't make any sense unless you're right she's just gonna snitch somehow and like because of maybe she thinks something's going on with Tay or because she has like been recruited or something. Yeah. Her and her dad. I don't know. No, I it's think it's horrible if it's true. Yeah, I think it's can just gonna be she's so concerned about everything else and keeping everything like straight that she like kinda doesn't do enough work with her family. Yeah, that's true. Um, in the prison, those showers or misters really gave me concentration camp vibes. Yeah, absolutely did. Like, wow, that was really crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. and so we see 30 shifts later. So back last week, we thought maybe there'd be a time jump or you did that there'd be a time jump. How far do you think we're gonna have to watch? Cause I can't take, I mean, I can't watch this prison life for him. This was eight. This was eight. And there's 12 more. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like the prison break has to, there if there's a break, I think, or it's a rebellion, fixed. there has to break in next episode, maybe and the following. Like right, I don't think we can do it next episode. Yeah, I, I would probably say the next episode or yeah, I, I'm gonna guess the next episode. Because what I'm interested in, and we haven't talked about this at all, and it was actually very satisfying, even though I hate them both. Um, when we see um uh Deidre Miro finally meet up with um Cyril. Karn. Cyril Karn. Um, that what was a pissant. Yeah, totally. But I will say it was very satisfying, and I'm glad we spent a lot of time with each of them tracking their journeys to where they are now, so that when they meet up, you realize that they're very similar types of people. They just handle themselves a little bit differently. Where you know, she, you know, maybe if she was a man, she would have been more like him because she has a little bit more leeway if she was a man in that world, because they make that comment a few episodes ago where like, you know, she should be like thankful that she's here and that the empire is trying to diversify essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, so I thought, I found that stuff very interesting, um, in general. Yeah, I agree. I, I, it was satisfying to see him get yelled at for being like this petty, like house arrest guy. Um, but my yeah, my theory of of the two of them like going to the rebellion definitely does not seem possible now. Uh, they're just too that's they're they're too like obsessed with their yeah. evil. Um, but yeah, I, I'm curious how their paths will intersect going forward. I thought it was I again I was like okay, so this is the moment where she's gonna be like bye, and he's gonna be like you need me, I can help you, and, uh-huh. and I was like okay, so now they'll take her him, but they didn't. So um, yeah, I, and I didn't. That. Yeah, I did too. And I didn't think that Luthen, well, okay, so we didn't think that, I thought Luthen didn't know that, you know, Clea um, was out to find Cassian and and get, and make him, so because he knew too much about Luthen and everything. Mm. And sure enough, Luthen knew. He was yeah. part of that. Mm-hmm. Did not expect that. I mean, it just shows these dark people on both sides of this. I mean, Daedra's doing a great job. Yeah. And there are people in the rebellion who I don't like. Um so that was something I did not expect. I didn't think that he would really pull the plug on Ferex. I was like, oh, he's not going to really do it. He did mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And like now I'm wondering, you know, in so many Star Wars stories, we don't see these little characters again. Like it's mission to mission and, you know, but we're going back and we're seeing these people again. So I, I love that and seeing the fallout. So I don't know what now will be the tie to Ferex because he is no longer a connection to Luthen and he's in prison. So I, I mean, I don't know how Luthen finds out or maybe Mon finds out. I, I just, I have so many questions about how this is going to untangle. Yeah, me too. And it's being built in a way that like lots of things could happen and those things could make sense. I feel like sometimes we get a lot of stories that are pointing one way and then like change it just to subvert your expectations, but it doesn't make sense narratively what they're setting up. They're setting up yeah. so much narratively here that like, so many options could happen plot-wise, and it would, it would make sense. So were Vel and Cinta, like, spying on Cassian's, like, friends and family? That's yeah, what they were doing? hoping that he shows back up so that they can whack him. Whack him. Yeah, and, like, Cinta just makes it out. It's fabulous. Great. Mm-hmm. Didn't think she, didn't think a character like that makes it out. I'm just like, well, no, they left her behind, and that's a sacrifice. But no, she's like, no, I'm back. Um, I did not think they'd get Bix. They get Bix. I don't think she's going to fold and I don't think she's going to cave, but I'm really curious what's going to happen with her. Yeah, me too. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested to see what will happen with Bix. And then we get to our good friend, not really, Saw Gerrera. Oh my God. So, I forgot he was in this episode. 
Yeah. Forrest Whitaker, always just being the most. Um, the most. Oh, a reminder of how many different political perspectives and parties there are and, you know, separatists, like there's so many different groupings of people mm-hmm. within the general rebellion, just wild. And he's just, he's really crazy man. And, but Luthen is also a crazy man. Like who are these yeah. people and who's the guy that he wants that Luthen wanted saw to meet with? Like, I just, wow, I just have a lot of questions and it really is just, it's just opening up the rebellion as not just like these trot, like do gooder hope is hope is how you win a rebellion where it's like these, these are monsters in their own way, or they've turned into monsters probably because of the empire and what they've done to them. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's when we get that quote that oppression breeds rebellion. It's true. Yeah. Um, It's interesting. It's, it's and they both think that they're doing the right thing. Yeah, I wonder I wonder how that's going to go who that person is, you know, and 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 Lucen's starting to like crack a little bit under the pressure. He's trying to make things happen and the idea like he's been so secretive for so long that now like getting this publicity, not him specifically, like that whole that whole conversation between Luthen and um Saw where they where they were they each think the other one did it, even though Luther knows that Saw did do it. But he's trying to make yeah. it seem that, that way. That I loved you? that. I loved that. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I and I think and I think Diego Luna's doing such a good job. When when that's when that episode opens and he gets put in the prison, I f- I felt like I just watched him just casing the place, just being like, "Who? Look, I, I I'm I can't be here. I literally just did this incredible thing and I just got freed." This cannot be what is about to be my life. Didn't you get the sense that he was just like, you know, I don't know. He's just doing a great job. You yeah, just don't there was like expect a to see a person. There was such a shock and awe and a hopelessness and a like, like a rat in a cage. Like I got to figure out how to get out of here. All the yeah. same time. And it sounds like he might not have to be the planner. Like it sounds like there's already something building around him. Mm-hmm. I think is what we're meant to take away from this. And I think it may come at the expense of Andy Serkis's character because it sounds like he at first when he so at first when we were watching them build the stuff, I was like, wait, are they does Andy Serkis have a larger plan? Um, you know, this this can't be the show. Like, are they actually doing something? I I, I just couldn't figure out what was going on because it was like too smart for me, I guess. But I think I think we're meant to think that Andy Circus is not a good person, right? Like he's not someone. My, yeah, my understanding from him is that he's been he's a prisoner who's been there forever. He got promoted to this role again. It's like corporate culture, even though they're prisoners. Like you kind of just like get into the groove of the environment that you're in, and this yeah, is yeah, you become own, fond of your cage. Yeah, ex- that's exactly what's happening here. And like he gets incentives if one of his if he's got to keep his tables up. And if he keeps his tables up, his room on that floor is up. And then, you know, he's competing against the other one. It's just, it's just like a sales team at a company. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you have to hit your goals. So, like, it's very fascinating how they set that yeah. up. And this show is so good. I don't know how – have you read how it's being received? I just want more – I want people to like this show because I want them to make more shows like this. Here's the thing. Are, I think it has – I don't think it's being watched a lot. I'm not 100% sure. I don't either. However – the people watching it love it 
in my right. understanding. And like the thing is, because people don't hate it, you don't hear a lot about it. Like you hear about more things more when it's toxic. Are you going to be able to watch Star Wars the same way after this? What do you mean? I don't know. I just feel like I'm going to have, I'm going to be expecting a much higher bar of storytelling now having watched this and like, like new star wars stuff yeah even even new old like if they're doing if they touch on stuff that we know about already i just i mean mandalorian did make me that heightened my like you know um sort of the iq of how i watch star wars but it's just gonna be if i saw boba fett after this show if i saw some of the other things that have come down even maybe Obi-Wan after the show, I would be, it's going to be tricky, especially going to the locations. Like yeah. this stuff matters. I don't know. I'm, I'm just wondering if I've now like been spoiled to the Tony Gilroy. I think Star Wars universe. The thing is, I love this, but I don't need every single one of my Star Wars series to be like this. This you know is what true. I mean? Yeah. Um, and I'm going to take tone into perspective and what it's trying to do and how it aligns with stuff. Um, and also I'm fascinated because now they have the, – the rumor is now that they're actually making a sequel to the sequel trilogy um, and Damon Lindelof is writing it and possibly working on it. Um, what? Which is very exciting to me. So does this mean Tyke is not doing a movie? Uh, I mean his is going to be separate and outside of it if he does one. And then Ryan Johnson was maybe going to do one. I don't know if it's still happening. But right now, now, now that was going to be so totally separate from the Skywalker saga. But apparently, this is they're going to make some sequels to those, and Damon Lindelof is writing one. They're going to make sequels to the Ray, the Ray trilogy. Yes. Wow. We don't know this what it's going to be about. Deal. We just know that it's taking place in there because Disney needs to make more money from that stuff. Like I get it, and I want to. Well, and maybe they can to, fix some of it. Not even fix it. Like yes, but I would love to if they can get John Boyega back. And they can get, um, what's her name? Uh, Daisy, Daisy Ridley. Ridley back. Like, I would love to see more adventures with them. They, they Written by somebody else who has more of a handle on their character. Yeah, no, the people in it I have no issue with. It's all Poe, Oscar Isaac. I just need to see, um, I'll, miss, I'll miss Adam Driver. But I'll need, I'll like. Yeah, but that, you come back as a force that's ghost That's a huge deal. That's true. Force ghost. All, there's always a case for the force ghost. Yeah, so we'll see. All right. Well, yeah, I love it. Can't wait for next week. I hope it's the I hope it's the prep for a prison break is what I'm hoping for. Me too, I agree. Well, nerds, I'm the only one with clarity of purpose. So we hope you had as much fun as we did, and we hope you'll join us next week for our coverage of the next episode of Andor. That's a small universe and a multiverse of other nerd verses. The subscriptions, followers, um, and follows and reviews are super important for us to grow. So be sure you're subscribed to the Nerdverse. Sorry, be sure you're subscribed to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and follow along on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Nerdverse Pod. We thank you so much for listening and following along, and please keep telling all your nerdy friends about us. And remember, oppression breeds rebellion.